Hello, my name is Imani Speak. My show is on Sunday between 10 and 1am and I have some phenomenal guests for you. So make sure you join me and don't go anywhere else. special guest on the line. CL, are you there? I'm here. Can, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Um, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm a bit under the weather, but besides that, um, it, it's, it's, it's a great day. I'm doing pretty good. Oh. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm good. And I'm glad to have you on the show. Um, 
It's, I think, I can't remember how many times, but, you know, you've, you're our resident um, poet um, extraordinaire. <laughs> so, um, yes, really honoured and happy to have you back um, today. And um, if anyone's not heard our conversation before, can you just tell a little bit about your your journey, your, you know, into what you're doing, just wherever you want to start? Yes, yeah, so uh, my name is C.L. Brown. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I was born and raised in Jamaica. I moved to Miami when I was uh, 12 years old. Um, I, I started writing um, when I was about 29 years old. And just pretty much writing stuff that was on my mind. I wasn't really trying to write poetry or anything of the sort. Um, but I was on Facebook just writing stuff on Facebook. And people started to pay attention. They started to read and um, started saying that I had talent, you know, that I should publish a book. And it took a number of years, maybe four or five years before I took it seriously. And in 2015, I published my first book. Um, and I just I just kept writing. Um, and the, the result in, at this point, I've now published three books, uh, working on my fourth, which should be published uh, sometime this year. So it's, it's been an amazing journey. Um, besides that, uh, just personal stuff. I, you know, I'm, I'm a lover of music. I am uh, a father, which is probably the thing I'm most proud of, I think. Um, and just the average easygoing person, you know, very insightful, spiritual being trying to make his way through this world, through this existence, through this life, you know. That's beautiful. Um, thank you so much, um, CL, for that. And, um, you know, this week people um, are really excited. It's been Valentine's Day and, you know, what have you. What's your thoughts on Valentine's Day? I know, you know, you write love poems and we're obviously we're going to hear you recite some of them. Um What's mm-hmm. your thoughts on, you know, celebrating something like Valentine's Day? Um, I, I think it's I think it's fine. You know, it, I don't think it's one of those things where you shouldn't let that day define how you feel about someone. <laughs> um, you know, so me personally, I, I, I try to embody that on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are people that are totally against the day. Um, but I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think, especially if you're with someone who values that day, you know, why not celebrate it? You know, because you may not care for the day, but if they do, then, you know, I think you should celebrate it just for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, I, I think, too, sometimes we tend to forget in the day-to-day life, we, we, we tend to forget to express ourselves to, to, to that person. And so uh, for a lot of people, I think Valentine's is the one day that <laughs> like, like consciously they, they, re- they, re- they, re- they reminded, you know, to, to do something special. I, I think so. I, I'm, I'm not against it. I'm definitely for it. I've always been the one to celebrate it um, ever since I started dating. So oh, I, don't, I don't mind it at all. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome and you know i i think it's it's fine as well i um, i do however also think that um humanity is it's so important to 
think about um, the bigger picture of love. And what's your thoughts on that? That's the next question I want to ask you is um, how important is it for us to, um, you know, love, you know, other human beings, um, you know, as, as a whole, not just the individual people that we know and who we love and who love us back? You know, one, one of the things that we, we, we've experienced um, over the years, like days like 9-11, you know, the terrorist strikes in France and in, in the UK and stuff like that. What you find is that in those times, we tend to suspend our prejudices um, and the thing that we embrace most is love. And what you find is that even in those times of, of tragedy, you find that the atmosphere is so charged, everybody's so loving and so kind. And and as soon as our memory begins to fail us, you know, we go back to being selfish and hateful <laughs> and stuff like that. So I think it's it's absolutely important um, because I, I, I'm a firm believer that we are created by love, from love, in love. Absolutely. And so when we when we move in that, you know, we're we're being our true selves. You know, I um I a lot of times when I take my daughter to school, like I I'll sit back and I'll, I'll notice the kids, you know, and how loving they are. Yeah. And it just for me it's a reminder that love is something that's inherent to our beings. Mm-hmm. You know, we're 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 taught to hate, but you can't be taught to love because love is it comes it's natural. natural. Yes. You know, so it's absolutely important. I think the world would be so much of a better place to live in if we embraced love more than we embrace our, our prejudices and and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I look forward to the day. Sometimes I I pay attention to current events and it just, it angers me a lot. So I try to tone it out um, because there's just so much hatred that love can absolutely heal those things mm-hmm. you know helping someone that that is hungry or someone that is crying and just needs someone to sit and listen to them for a while you know these things are, are very important and love is the one thing that would make you compel you to do these things yeah most definitely i i, I love what you said there about love being a natural thing you know it just it's it comes automatically to us it's not something mm-hmm. that has to be taught because uh, children, they do it automatically, but then they learn to, oh. to, to, to hate or learn to dislike through, you know, right. the adults around them. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, like we, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. No, I was going to say just, you know, I, I think like having children, it, it's, it's almost like a second chance to live again. Yeah, second chance. And when I... Yeah, when I when I um when I watch my daughter and you realize just how much we are programmed, like we program our children, you know, um to be a certain way, to think a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kinda of hard because you try to not do that, but the fact that you you yourself are programmed, you know, yes. and speaking especially in, in regards to love, mm-hmm. you know, you you do things, you say things, and they pick up on it so easily. And that's why, you know, we tend to perpetuate that because the younger ones are paying attention to what we do and what we say. You know, we can behave certain type of ways out in public, but in the homes, 
if you're hateful and you're angry all the time, your children will pick that up and they'll take it forward. Absolutely. Yeah, those little eyes are watching every little thing, you know, that we do. And um, it's so important to be conscious of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I want to just ask you as well, just before we ask you, really excited to um, hear what you have for us today that you're going to recite. Um, but how important is it for us to express our love um, to our significant other and, you know, maybe family and friends? But how important is it to, because you hear so many people pass away and that's when everyone is bigging them up and saying wonderful things. How important is it mm-hmm. for us to say you know, what we feel about people, what we feel about each other, you know, on a, on a everyday or not everyday basis, but generally speaking. Well, if, if you think about what you just said, right, how we, we tend to express our love for these people when they pass, right? And if you think about it, in that moment, you are expressing everything that, that one person should have heard mm-hmm. that you wanted to make, but everyone else hears it but that person. Yes. <laughs> you know, the, the entire world hears it except the one person who should be hearing it, who you want to hear it. You know, so I think it's 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 an absolute must. It's something that you have to do. You know I mean? There are, there are different ways to express love. You know, some for some people, it's, it's quite difficult to say, I love you, you know, but they can express it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, sometimes we, our expectations tells us that love looks like this or love sounds like this. Mm-hmm. But that can fail us because sometimes people are trying to express their love to us and we, we don't see it because we're looking for it to look and sound and be a certain type of way, yes. you know. Yeah. But it's, it's absolutely, because it's, it, it, the, the thing is that love and the expression of love is, is a healing thing. You know, it is so healing and, you know, it's just think that the people in your life that may be going through something and, and they just need to hear from you or need for you to do something for them yeah. through love, you know, and how much of a difference it can make. You know, I've, I've seen, I've said and done things with like complete strangers and I saw how it like completely changed their, their mood, changed their just their whole aura, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. So it, it's it's vitally important, you know. If you think about it, like we we live so much in a negative world where we, we glorify a lot of those things that are that are opposite to love, you know. And yet we know that love is the most important thing. You know, it's the thing that we crave most when a child comes into this world. It's the thing that we crave most when we're leaving this world. And yet, in between, is the thing that we tend to forsake yeah. more so than, than most any other thing. You know, so whatever, whatever, however you, you express love, um, I think it's very important that you do that on a day-to-day basis. Sometimes, if you can't say, I love you, just text someone and say, hey, hey how are you doing today? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all it is. You yeah, know? yeah, because you you don't know they may need that. You know, they may just need to absolutely um, see that people are checking on them or you know, just seeing how you are. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's beautiful, CL. So, for what we've been waiting for, what is the first poem that you're going to recite for us tonight? Um, I'm looking at this poem called. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna go up on call because I, I was thinking today, earlier today, um hold on one second to find it. Of a trip I took to Cuba mm-hmm. um in twenty seventeen. Uh my lady, she was pregnant at the time. She was three months pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I sort of wrote this poem. Her and I were sitting in the uh in the hotel room just having a moment she was reading a book and I was just reading her I guess <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote this poem it's, it's called Last Days in Havana oh, and it goes on sitting in the shadow of your calm only the bare necessities your wild eyes under the spell of the fallen sun my captive eyes under the spell of you Silly accrued lament and loveless illusions while Cuban fishermen tackle a restless sea under the spell of Caribbean winds. The beauty of this moment only muses and poets can embody. The silhouette of your naked body quietly reciting the most beautiful poetry. These are my last days in Havana. That's it. Wow. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I mean, CL, people listening to yes, that. Ma'am. Yeah, people listening to that and they feel, you know, I want to say that. You know, men want to, men, men are bursting inside with things they want to say to their lady, but something else comes out that is not as beautiful and poetic <laughs> as that. You know, how can, uh, can, can you share, can you share some little tips on how, you know, men can say, beat from their heart like that to their lady because you know it wasn't long but it was so heartfelt i felt it and i'm sure i'm not the only one mm-hmm. so what tips can you give not, to because you know ladies like to hear these wonderful words um what tips can you give the gentleman because i know when you i know you've had a lot of men come over to you and say you know teach me how can i how can i recite like you <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, I've gotten that. I, I think I would say, um, like, you know, a lot of, I've, I've met people that they find it very difficult to express themselves mm-hmm. or themselves uh, verbally, you know. Um, so on the one thing, it's to get over. It's probably hard, though. I think it might, might be quite hard, but just to get over the fear of expressing yourself. You know, and I would also say, be mindful of the things that you take in, meaning what are you listening to? What are you reading? Yes. Because those are the things that you tend to That's regurgitate, be, if yeah, you will. Yeah, it's going to come through. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you're listening to, you know, like, like I listen to a lot of the old greats like um, Al Green and these type of guys that yeah. were not afraid of expressing love for their woman, you know. Um, and so if you, if you, internalize that type of stuff if you internalize beautiful things you're gonna you're gonna um put out beautiful things you know so i would say definitely maybe if you can't even say just find a song find a song that's trying to say what you're trying to say mm. and what you can probably do is listen to the song and just kind of embellish on the song in, in type of like your own way own words type of thing you know but you know, if, if you think about, like, if you try to watch uh, an, an action 
scary movie. Like you can <laughs> you can <laughs> go and say I love it. Watch like you know, he watched something like uh, Love Actually, for example. Oh, this is one of my favorite movies. Oh, I um, love that. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna, exactly. And, and you get tips, you get hints and tips in how to express mm-hmm. yourself, you know, because sometimes, you know, one of the most important things, though, in expressing oneself, whether it be verbally, non verbally, or otherwise, is the feeling. The feeling the feel, is not yes. as, in, I mean, the word, as important as a feeling you know and if you can feel what you're saying the person will feel it because feeling is 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 tangible Mm -hmm. you know and that's the most important thing because your your girl might say to you hey you know what what you said it was silly but i felt it Mm -hmm. and that's the most important thing you know it's how you make someone feel absolutely just make just make them feel what you're feeling in the best way you, you possibly can. Yeah, you know, when you said that, it reminds me of a quote by, um, um, oh gosh, Angela, Angie Ma- Maya, Angelo. Yeah, Maya Angelo. Maya Angelo. Maya Angelo. It's yes. not what you say, it's what you do. It's the way, you know, it's the way you make that person feel. So if right. you're saying and doing certain things, if you can make sure, if you can put yourself on the other side and get that feeling, then that's what they will remember. They'll always, they may not remember what it is you did or said, but they'll always remember the feeling behind it. Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, for you, you started your poems and it wasn't until people, you know, started to say to you, come on, you can do this. And, and now I know you are doing, um, you're coaching other people who yes. are also. Are they... The people that you're coaching, are they writing books on love poems or poems or is it just, is it different, different things? Um, the, the ones I've coached so far, yeah, they, matters at the heart. So on love, heartbreak, those, I guess coincidentally or not coincidentally, um, those were the things that they were writing about, you know, um, situations that they've been through, how they've been hurt or how they hurt people are. How they loved, or how they they how they were loved, or how they loved people. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 in that vein, definitely. What I want to ask you, since you brought that up, that's quite interesting. You know, people writing about their pain. It seems as though it's easier for people to feel, you know, talk maybe talk about their pain a little bit. Do you think that's more? Do you think that's a bit easier for people than to talk about? It is. Their, yeah. What? Why do you think that it, is, CL? It is, I think, because the pain, because uh, yeah. see, the thing with when, when you're in a space of love, I think, mm-hmm. when you're in a space of love, it's easy for you to overlook that's, that space that you're in, that place that you're in, the feelings, the emotions. But when you're in a place of pain, mm-hmm. you cannot overlook it. Yes, yeah. You know, yes. you, you <laughs> cannot overlook it. And so it it gnaws at you night and day. You lay down, you dream about it, you wake up to drink your coffee, you're thinking about it, you can't work, you can't function, you know? Um, and so it it almost it's almost like it's more tangible, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I've always said like some of the, the, the greatest songs I've ever heard, the, the most beautiful poems I've ever written, um, not written but read, were written from a hurtful place, not hurtful, but a, a hurting place, 
you know, to listen to guys like even like Johnny Cash or, you know, um, some of these guys, like they're going through pain, like painful situations. Yeah, a lot of those country singers, pain. they can sing pain. They <laughs> yeah. can really sing. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I met someone, I can't recall who it was, but I met someone maybe so a few months ago that they were telling me that the only time they can write is when they're hurting. Wow. My God, can yeah. you imagine it? I need to write. Can you can you hurt me, please? <laughs> I need some pain. I need it now. Help me. <laughs> oh God. Well, yeah. But I can I can it's, it's, no, go, go, it's a go real ahead, thing, yeah. <laughs> I was saying it's it's a real thing because I mean even even I myself, like if you read a lot of my work, um while I do talk a lot about love and, and the beauty of that, there is a lot of pain. And, and hurt in some of my poems. Um, and sometimes it's not, it's not necessarily personal. Sometimes it could be something that I've seen, I've witnessed someone go, someone else going through. Yes, of course. You yes. know, yes. Um, so a lot of times, like, I, yeah, so I channel sometimes mm-hmm. um, other people's situations, um, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, the empathy of others, you can feel, yeah. I was, you know, when you were talking earlier on, I was, I, I kind of got this um, thing that came through. The reason why pain, you know, is felt quite strongly is because it is of this world. It tends to be maybe pain from one ego to the other, whereas love is yes. out of this world. So it's, mm. it's taking you somewhere. Um, yeah. It's not, because it's out of this world, it's not always easy to formulate it and explain it, and you know, because it's, right. it's a felt thing. Whereas right. the pain that is, you know, from one ego to the other is, um, you know, you, you can actually, like you say, it's tangible and you can say, mm-hmm. yeah, they did this and I've got evidence, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Yes, yes, but, yes. Um, and, and that's the thing, you know, Seal, I want to talk about conscious loving and um, how, you know, when, when we do hurt each other in, in this sort of, three-dimensional world how you know people it tends to be unconscious it tends to be people not being you know conscious of who they really are as a as a, as a being and coming from mm-hmm. that part of themselves what's your thoughts on that do you feel that there are two different um things going on in a relationship where sometimes it can be the ego battling um and the souls you know standing back Absolutely. I, I, I've always said that, you know, we are spirit beings um, experiencing this physical world. Yes. And <clears throat> the, the gravity of the physical world, it's, it's so strong. You can get so strong that yeah. if you don't, and that's why, you know, you really have to, you really have to practice living in the spirit realm mm-hmm. where you see, where you can see someone's actions and say, you know what? that person is not really aware of what they're doing. Yeah. You know? They don't um, know what they're doing, yeah. Right. And, it, and that's when you, you find people tend to be more loving, uh, more understanding, mm-hmm. because you, you can see beyond the actions. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can see the ego, but once you're not in that place, you know, and you have, you said, two ego going at it. It's almost like two rams, like, <laughs> hiding each other. You know, because we, we forget 
we've forgotten who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, and that we, the love is able to is able to overcome. We can overcome, you know. But you you have to you have to practice. Yes, and, and I dare say I meditate, like yeah. you know, and put yourself in that mind state. Because there's been times when in my life where I'm heavily in that state of you know being out of like almost like an out of body experience. Oh yeah, and the the peace that I have, I can't explain it. Like you have to actually feel yes, it. Yes. And then, then there are those moments when I, I allow myself to be drawn back in to the world and you feel the anger and the yeah, resentment the and news. the hatred and I'm all these things. The news, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So I, I, tend to, um, I tend to stay away from, from that because, again, it's, it, it really bothers me deep, you know. Um, and it, it's... it's it's really hurt. It, it hurts me a lot when I see some of the things that that happens in the world. It makes me think in that negative mindset of, you know, wanting to like certain people to be hurt. You know, just to be real blunt, like when I see injustices and stuff like that. So I tend to try to block it out because it it weighs on me too much. You know, um, but it's. We, we really need to get into that place where we start thinking that we are, you know, when you think about the fact that we're energy, energy is light, right? And it, the, the weight of light, what, how, how much does weight, light weigh? <laughs> Nothing, right? You know, so we need to get in that mind frame where we become like light and um, be reminded daily, you know, that we have to overcome these things because... You, you get trapped into that world, you know, and it's hard to come out. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and I feel, you know, there's so, like you say, you know, especially on, say, social media or the news or, because you can't, it's, it's hard to escape it because even if you don't watch TV and things like that, um, you will find it all over social media. Yes. And yes. Um, it can, you know, it leaves people quite heavy with you know the the feeling of you know this is happening in the world and people and then it sort of puts you in this box where there's just terrible things happening and that's all you know and I feel like what you just said it's so important to lighten and I feel that when we're talking about the word enlighten I feel that's what it is you know don't let the things of this world things that you can't take with you when you leave when you leave you can't take all these trials and tribulations that's going on in the world so to sit there and watch it for hours and hours and hours and and just make yourself ill or or depressed because you know you take you our minds are open so everything goes in and we we start you know carrying it so i definitely agree that we need to look at you know look for things that are more lightened like you know with our soul with our spirit things that's going to you know fill us up on a soul level Absolutely. And, and if you think about it, you know, like, there's a lot of good that goes on in the world, but you don't see it <laughs> in the media, right? No. Because there's someone somewhere sitting and they're making a lot of money by making you angry, by making you exactly. sad. Because they, they, they push these programs to, to tap into your emotions. Mm. And it's almost like they feed on your energy, you know, okay. um, physically and spiritually, they feed on your energy. You know, because, um, I mean, think about it. They control 
what you see in the media. Exactly. You know, if you think about like even even music and how powerful music is yeah. at changing you, changing your spirit, whether it's to make you angry or sad, whatever it is. But then the music that makes you feel good. And it makes you think about love and, and act in a loving way and be loving. Yeah. They don't play <laughs> in the mainstream. It's, you know, they, they play this yeah. stuff about just pure negativity. You know, and they're making a lot of money and you're getting sadder and more depressed and more hateful and resentful every yeah. single day. Yeah, because you, you just, you know, people are just, fo- you know, focus on this stuff. And you've got to be so careful what you're you know, allow yourself to absorb and then what you're sharing with others. It's so important mm-hmm. to, because I suspect as well, some of the things that we're seeing might even be fake, might just be put out there to get people all oh, riled up and get them absolutely. angry and shaking and, you know, going and do mm-hmm. something that they're going to later regret. And um, I think, you know, when we see things like that, we need to turn away from it and turn within and find, you know, that wonderful energy within I think, CL, it's time for another mm-hmm. poem. All right, I'm going to do, uh, let me see which one should I do. I, uh, let me do this one here. And I'm, I'm, I'm basically going through my new book here with oh, you. <laughs> what's the title? Um, of the, what's that one called? Of the book, I haven't, I haven't uh, given it a title. Oh, yet. my God. So it's, it's, not, um, even, so no, it's like, not even hot off the press yet. It's, Brand. No, it's this is newer like than new. Yes. Hot off the press. One <laughs> second here. Let's see. C. L. Brown, who's an author, he's a poet, and um, he's going to recite um, some poems for us. He's already recited one for us, which really the last days in Havana, which was really lovely. All right. So this one is called. Uh, here you remain still. Unless I change it going forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it goes, um, how many stars must have perished for this light to lie with me this night? How many days lie in the dust pile of unaccounted for time since the first time the awareness that I am enveloped the breath that you are? Time. What master is this? What skilled devourer of unborn dreams? I dream you still, in spite of him. I envision you. I carry you. I called you by name before words or letters became so privileged as to set a mark of distinction upon you. I shunned hope like a dog that begs with its tongue hanging for the meat of the valiant is faith and his reward, divine, awe-inspiring love. I wear this body as a coffin now, for I have come among the dead seeking the wellspring of eternal life. I wander about in the desert of your absence, blindly, though guided, deaf, though no stranger to the tune of you, muted, though your person echoes from thought to thought and down in and between the sanctifying chambers of my heart. For when my heart in vacancy, I conjure you, I conjure you into my own possession, and there is no water, no vain repetition, no prior that possesses the power to expel you. I will never exhale you. 
I will never speak your name to the transience of time. I will never permit a thought to clothe my mind if it be naked of you. I love you with an enduring love. I love you with an enduring love. I love you with an enduring love. Here you remain still. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> so yeah, break, break that one down for us. What was behind, you know, I, I love the, the descriptions and the way you've written it. You know, you really, because the way you write, you bring us into it. You can actually, it's, it's like a, a, a poetry, poetic movie. So you can actually create the images from what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, tell us about that. <clears throat> Um, so this one was, um, it, it was a, I was having a conversation with a friend and she was talking about a love that she had lost, like this deep, like soulful, soul, soulmate type of mm-hmm. connection. And, you know, we, we, uh, during the, 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 the dialogue, like we both kind of went deep into that, that space and the words just started to, to rise up inside, you know, and I tend to. When I write, I tend to listen to the voice before I put the word. There's like a voice inside my head that I, I hear recite in the, in the, the poem. Mm. And then I, I kind of listen to that voice and I, and I write it down. So um, that's why it, it, they come out like very visual. They come out very, you know, deep. Um, because it's, 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 it's almost like I listen to the emotions and then I, I transcribe them in words, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how that one came. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know, yeah. you, you were just talking about um, soulmates, and I, um, I know a lot of a lot of people talk about twin flames and soulmates. What's your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? Because um, some people believe that they only have one soulmate. So if something happens to that soulmate, that's the end of. You know, there's no more love for them, romantic love, that is. Um, and some people, you know, distinguish between a soulmate and twin flames. First of all, yeah, what, what's your thoughts, whatever that is? What, what's your thoughts on, do you feel that that's, that's how it is? Or do you have another sort of thought about it? Yeah, I, I believe in soulmates. I don't think you have just one, though. No, I, I think, right. yeah. Um, yeah, I think you have many of you, I don't know how many, but <clears throat> I certainly believe um, it because you you connect with people and you can't even explain in words, you know, what you feel with that person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's almost like you, you think about them and then you call them and they're like, I was just thinking about you. Yes. You know, um, or they're, they're going through something hurtful and you sense it. Yeah. You like you know it's it, you know I've I, you know I've had my my personal encounter with that so and I tell people and they're like man like they they find it hard to believe you know but I think it's definitely a thing I think those are the people that you connect and you don't even see the body of the person yeah I mean you see it you know now and again because you we are humans and we are we are attracted to to each other's physical appearance but you you tend to see the the person before you see the body mm-hmm. you know and it's it's the most it's, it's the most amazing experience if 
No one has ever, if some people have never experienced that before, I could tell them with certainty that that's, it's one of the most amazing things. And it can be very hurtful as well because that person, when you connect at that level, they hurt you at that level. You know, you love at that level, but they hurt you at that same level. And, uh, but it's, 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 it's vulnerable. You, you're, yes. you're, you're wide open and vulnerable. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I hear you. You know, I want to, as, as you were talking there, do you believe in love at first sight? You know, because as you were talking about, you see the person, because can people fall in love with, the, not, you know, maybe it might be the image of the person, but can they fall in love deeper at a very, very early stage, do you believe? It might not be first sight as in you just see someone there and it's like, oh, my God. Right. But you know what I mean? It's sort of very, very quick. Yeah, absolutely. The, the love at first sight thing, I don't think I believe in that because I think love is a byproduct of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe you can, you can fall in love very, very quickly because, again, it's... You talk about the soul. You talk about, you know, the place where we are. We're almost infinite beings. That's right. You know, and and I think when, I think when you connect on a soul level with someone, you may be having a conversation physically, you know, between your their body and your body, and what what your conscious mind can can absorb and what their conscious mind can absorb. But I think behind the scenes, the souls are also communicating. Yeah. You know, and. And when the soul when the soul moves and does things, we we sense it, and we may not we may not understand it, mm-hmm. but again we can feel it, you know. So in my my mind, like I imagine you meet someone and the two souls become they connect, yes, <laughs> you know, yes. like almost immediately, and then your body begins to feel mm. the 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 aftermath, if you will, okay. of that connection, you know, and very early on you're like oh my god i'm in love with this person and you know and you find too like some some couples they're like i knew from the moment i saw you and they live and they marry and they die 50 years later together yes you know i actually know people like that i know them personally mm -hmm. yeah you know you know what i want to quickly ask before we go to the the next poem is as we were talking there the soul family because i feel soulmates do not, it's not always just about, you know, the romantic significant other. Sometimes your soulmate can be, you know, friends and, you know, family. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes some people mm-hmm. have such a bond with their parent or a sibling or, a, you know, a good friend. So I feel that there is, uh, I always like to call it like a soul family. Do you feel that there are certain people that just like you, just care about you just because you're you and... Those are people, they may not even be blood relatives, or they may be. Do you feel that there is a special bond there with, you know, people outside of the romantic, you know, situation? Absolutely. I have those people in my life. Um, you know, I, I can think of a few names. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first names that come to mind is a friend of mine called Tanya. And Tanya was, that was because she's still in my life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when early on, she was the one person I felt like I could empty my, my mind with. Um, wow. <laughs> and, yes. and, and like there were times when I felt like I was losing my mind because I was, I was always searching for truth. Mm-hmm. And I was always searching spiritually for, mm-hmm. and sometimes I felt like I was losing my mind. 
And Tanya was like my sounding board, you know, and she's one person that she never judged. You know, she, um, she always listens and, and, and not just like listen to what I say and agree with me, but she knew how to like direct me or to shake me out of certain moves, you know, and very, just very raw, very honest, very loving. And she was, and still is that, that, that person, you know, to me. So you definitely have those people in your life. Because it is important to have those people where it's, it's just about that. And it's, it's so important, you know, because you know that that bond is there forever. And um, mm-hmm. you can always turn to that person and them to you. So, CL, what's the next poem for us? Um, let me do this one. Um, it's called Distraction. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you think it's the way you sway your hips that drew me in? How the low line moan reveals parts of your skin when the darkness takes all but your voice away from me? Do you really think it's the way you use words to distract from your silence? How your smile curves your lips when your confidence tries to excuse itself? Oh, darling, how unlearned you can be. I have seen dimensions of you for which words have no gravity. I have seen you from perspectives that make it impossible to fathom a future that is naked of you. You think it is, you think it was your lies that drew me in. You hide inside those eyes like there is a world outside waiting to get you. But no, no, my love. There is no world out there. It is only I right here. Right here waiting for you to step outside that skin that I may show you how you how that may show you the very reason I am still here. Still standing, still waiting, still longing to breathe you in. Distraction. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I love that. So that where was that born from? Because I, I love that. It's sort of like um it's not what you think um that's drawn me in, it's something much deeper. Right. Yeah, how did that how did that become you know formed? It was, it was a person that, because um, <clears throat> I, I tend to be, as much as I, I, I can verbalize myself in, mm-hmm. and, and express myself in, in poems, mm-hmm. I sometimes can be very quiet, you know, but quiet verbally speaking. Uh-huh. You know, my mind is always, my eyes will be talking. And there was this person that um, she would always wonder and ask questions and, wonder, you know, if I love her or wonder if I see her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to say that it's it's you. It's not all of these things, you know. Um, it's you. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I tend, to, <laughs> I tend mm-hmm. to look at people um, with my eyes, and my eyes will be saying a thousand things, right. you know, but they tend to try to read my lips. And so they say, well, you're not saying anything, but I'm saying everything that they may want to hear in that moment, you know, so. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And, um, you know, it's what you just said there about you watching and, you know, taking in and not maybe saying 
but think, you know, a lot of things is going on because sometimes we think silence is, you know, nothing is going on, but sometimes silence is very, very full. I don't know if you yes. agree with that. Sometimes words, Absolutely. <laughs> sometimes Absolutely. words take, you know, distract, you know, literally don't give weight to at all what, what's really going on underneath. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's why I, you know, don't get too caught up in what's, in what's being said, because again, mm-hmm. remember, remember the feeling, because you don't need for someone to say something for you to feel what you're feeling. Not at all. You know, because, you know, words, words still can be very deceptive. You know, someone will say something and they feel the complete opposite. But if you're, if you're in tune to that person, then you can say, mm, there's something going on here. <laughs> there's an ulterior motive, you know. But if you, if you're, if all you want or need is the word, like you become like almost like a, a junkie, you know, waiting for your next fix of words, you will get it every single time because words are plenty, you know. Um, so focus on, on the feel and how people make you feel. Feeling. You know, do they make you feel love and secure? Do they make you feel safe? You know, um, yeah. Yeah, you've got to trust trust your feelings and and stay tuned to your, you know, be in tuned with your intuition, and that will guide yes. you. And you know, get out of the head. Don't let because the head will take you somewhere else. Absolutely. Um, well, the, the head is always searching, even, yeah. even even when there's nothing to search for. The head is always searching for something. I wonder if that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. So, before we carry on, can you let people know how they can find you, how they can find your books? Um, you know, if they want to work with you on, you know, work or book or something, how can people get hold of you? Yeah, so um, I, I think perhaps the easiest way is <clears throat> my Instagram, which is Arthur C L Brown A U T H O R C L Brown on Instagram. Um, also, my website. Um, I just changed my web my domain name, so it's clbrownbooks.com. Um, I, I they can also go to authorclbrown.com, but clbrownbooks.com is my new website. Um, and on there, they can contact me on there. They can, they can purchase the books if you want to purchase the book on Amazon. But if you want like a, like an autograph copy, you can order it from my website and I'll sign it and, and ship it out to you. Um, if you want to get it online, it's on Amazon in the UK, in the United States, in Canada and Australia, basically all around the world. Wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, here in the U S Barnes and Noble, but pretty much every, online book tailor book, book retailer you can you can think of um they will carry the book and it's in ebook format so if you're in some distant place where shipping is a hassle you can order the, the ebook versions of all my books there's three books um they can go to to get to my amazon page directly they can go to bit b-i-t dot l-y slash c-l brown books and they will go directly to my amazon author's page uh, where they can read reviews and stuff like that. Awesome. Thanks for that, um, CL. Thank so, you. CL, we've, um, you know, we're here and um, it's so lovely to have you as always. You just bring such a beautiful energy, you know, so positive and your Thank poems you. are, you know, sort of breathtaking the way you've, you, you write. Um, 
What would you say to, because I want us, I, I, I hope you've got another poem for us, but before we go there, I just wanted to kind of look at the other side of love. So if someone's outside, out there and, you know, for them this week is not the, you know, the wonderful, you know, loved up situation, it's, it's, they, they might have broken up or, you know, they might have lost, a, you know, a loved one, might have passed. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that person to keep, you know, to maybe keep them, keep them still focused on love? I think they should focus, focus on themselves first. I think they should um, seek the love, the comfort that they're, that they may desire with their self first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can say that because, you know, there was a time in my life that someone I, I loved walked away and, I felt lonely. I felt sad. And the thing that got me out was spending time with myself. So I would go to dinner, I would go to a movie by myself. Yes. And it, it taught me, it taught me how to be comfortable in my own company, mm-hmm. you know? And when you're in that place, people, people can and will still hurt you, but you, the recovery is, is, is easier. Um, you know, if you, if you've lost a loved one, you know, only time can deal with that. You know, I, I lost the person I lost closest to me was my mother. Mm-hmm. And it took me a, a time, a while for that to, uh, it still hurts. Mm-hmm. But I, I I got the acceptance that I needed, you know. But definitely, you know, spend time with yourself. Learn to love yourself. Like I said, I, love is the product, it's a byproduct of, of relationship. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a relationship with yourself if you're going to fall in love with yourself, you know, and uh, see yourself as that important. And the thing is this number love is, is an attraction, you know? So when you love yourself, people are naturally attracted yeah. to you. They don't even know why they're attracted to you, yeah. you know, but if you can't stand yourself, if, if you resent yourself, oh, wow. how do you think people are going to feel about you? You know? Yeah. Cause people so will pick you know, up. In, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, people people will pick up on your energy, and mm. but they'll they'll view you as like a prey. And I've mm. I've had friends that they will <laughs> go out and you know, especially women, they 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 sought out the weakness in women, wow. the, the lack of confidence, the the desperation, and they preyed on that. Wow. You know, and so you you find yourself in a perpetual uh, pattern of just having people around that wants to feed on you. Mm, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, love thyself first. I totally Absolutely. agree with that, you know, because you have to fill up first, you know, and mm-hmm. um, then you can give to others. It, it's it's as simple as that. You can't give love on, you can't give from an empty place. Right. Yeah, you can't. Absolutely. So, CL, have you got another poem for us? I do. I have this one is a, a bit short because we're coming up on time, but um, this one says uh, there was nothing magical about the setting sun, nothing particularly peaceful about the songs of seagulls playing in the waning wind, the sound of sand being washed by water that had seen the edge of the world left no expressions of wonderment upon me but to lie between your arms, within your quiet place, and in the midst of all of this, that, my love, that 
is the very thing that wonderful dreams are made of. Wow. The end. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it just shows, isn't it? You know, poems come in all sizes and, they're, you know, they're all beautiful in their own way. And what I would say to you, for you, um, each poem, I'm sure, is like, not you know, not like a child, but it, it's, it's like it, something that's born out of you. And how do you... You know, how do you, if someone was to say to you, okay, someone was to say to you, Sia, which, what is your favorite poem that you've ever written? Could you ever answer that question? No. Oh, there you go. To choose one, because there is a. Um, if someone twisted I, your arm, if someone said, Sia, you've got to tell me now, which one is your best poem? Which was your favorite poem? Uh, there's a, if I, my arms got twisted, there's a po- sorry, there's a poem in my arm. Excuse me, it's a poem in my first book called uh, Conversation, and I think I didn't I didn't realize how beautiful that poem was until I saw how people were reacting to it. I had a a, a reader from Trinidad wow. that she messaged me and she said that she kept reading it over and over because she didn't she didn't want it for it to end. Wow, and it became like a requested poem when I would go out to perform. And so over time, I, I too became a believer. I, I drank the Kool-Aid. So I would say <laughs> the conversation with, <laughs> wow. yeah, if, if I had to choose one, but I mean, I've written, oh my God, like to, to date, I have like over 400 poems I've written. Oh, so wow. it's all yeah, documented it's in your books. So the com- conversation, is yes. that the first, what's the name of the first book? People the first might, book is people called. Thinking, uh, I want to know what that you know. What, yeah, what's the name of the first book? Yeah, the first book is titled um, "Loud Whispers of Silent Souls." Um, that and that book, I don't know. I mean, every time I go out to to vend, be a vendor, like people are drawn to that book. They're drawn to it, you know. And they'll say, well, which, "Which is your newest book?" But they still go to that book. Yeah, I think that book yeah. is just phenomenal. Yeah. And so in that book is is the very first poem in the book. Oh wow! Um, conversation, yeah. Was that the first poem you, you ever wrote, or not not the first poem, but it's in you know it's the first one in the book? Yeah, just the first one in the book. Okay. It wasn't the first one okay. that I wrote, but the first poem I wrote is also in that book. Ah, oh, okay, brilliant, yeah. brilliant. So, and that's <laughs> over at your website, clbrownbooks.com. Is that right? Yes, yeah. yes. Awesome, awesome. So, CL, you, you know, you're doing such great things and, you know, I want to know, what does the future hold for CL? Where do you see yourself going? I don't know if I asked you this last time, but, yeah, is there anything you can share with us? I know, you're, I know you've got your book that is unnamed, that is going out. So, mm-hmm. but what, what else, what else do you, yeah, what else are you going to be doing? Um, so besides releasing the fourth book that is not yet titled, yeah. um, but it should be released this year, and I should be releasing at least one audio book this year. Um, oh, wow! Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's the that's, awesome. that's yeah that's been re- been requested since my first book because, mm-hmm. um, but I, I battled for a long time because I I'm not a, a big fan of my voice. Oh, you're joking! <laughs> but, oh my goodness. <clears throat> 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan of my voice, but because um, I thought about getting like a voiceover, but uh, people were like, "No, you're crazy. I Your voice you, is amazing." Yeah, I think you need um, that for sure. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be releasing that. But beyond beyond that, um, that's right. That's the the near future. Um, in the more midterm, long term, um, I definitely want to like like hit uh, different cities around the country and. And read because I've I've had requests from like California, from Georgia, from New York, and places like that to like come and visit. And even places in Africa, they're like, come over here and read some poetry for us. So, yeah, so yeah, so I I want some traveling and uh, and there's some other things I have in mind that I don't want to put out there yet. Um, you know, because sometimes you have to like keep your uh, your mm. dreams. Yes, you know, but. I have some some major things that I have um, in mind to do, um, as in, in the lines of giving back to the youth, um, basically. So, um, <clears throat> yes, I'm looking forward to uh, what what's ahead and what's coming. I love that. That's beautiful, and I love what you just said there about the youth. And um, yeah, just I know I know we're sort of a little bit out of time, but yeah. So, talking about we talked about love today. What about young people? How can we show them love? Because I, you know, I feel from what I'm hearing out there that young people don't always feel as loved and understood as they would like by, you know, the grown-ups. What would you say we can do differently to show the love to our young people? I think perhaps learning how to, how to communicate. They communicate very differently. They definitely um, do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even I myself, like I'm 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 what forty two. I'm forty one years old, but I I have a difficulty because I don't really <clears throat> immerse myself in in the culture that they are immersed in. Mm. Um, I listen to the music they listen to, and so even me, there's like a there's like a communication gap. Um, but I think learning how to communicate with them and 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 sort of taking them back into some of our older ways because i think yes. especially through the media like the media is eroding um the things that we grew upon the things that sustained us the things that are still important like the music that we listen to right. you know and um i see a lot of like there are times when i go out and i see like young women and just it it it, it makes me fearful i always say fearful but it makes me concerned mm, mm. about my daughter growing up you know so i try to do and do things that will leave a positive <clears throat> impression on my daughter um, sure. to guide her you know um but i think definitely learning their language and once you it's almost like you you learn their language so that you can get them to your table and then once mm-hmm. they come to your table you can give them a hearty meal you know <laughs> um you know but i think and i think also, fathers like fathers really need to to step up and 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 be there for their children because yes. the mothers the mothers have it you know it's too much it's it's too it's too hard for one parent to raise a child it's this no. difficult you know so I think um, we definitely because you know like when they listen to the music that they listen to which is perhaps part of their main source of spiritual diet mm. right. And the things that are being said in the music, you know, they are internalizing things, negativity, mm-hmm. you know, names that they shouldn't be embracing. And they kind of like take it as 
a compliment when someone calls them, for example, a bad B, you know, B word. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we need to get them off of that stuff, you know, because you, 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 what you have is you have sometimes people that comes from people that come from broken lives and broken homes, mm-hmm. and they are now using words to shape and to define our young, our young, our young people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you can't have broken people leading other broken people. Yeah. Or broken people convincing non-broken people that they need to be broken because mm. they're popular, you know. So mm. we really need to like step up. So we really have to step up, you know, and and do better um, because it's 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 getting worse. And you know, um, as you're saying that, what I'm feeling is young people are very comfortable on the online world, and this is where obviously they're getting a lot of their yes. stuff. Yes. But, and Mm-hmm. You know, grown grown ups, people maybe not your age but older may not be so comfortable on online. So, do you think that's the difference? Mm-hmm. Whereas years ago, you know, young people would be under the tutelage of older. Because I know when I was young, you know, my 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 parents were there, my gran was there, you know, and people, mm-hmm. you know, friends of theirs was you know was always watching out. You know, you couldn't really right. go out there and just do anything. By the time you get home. You know, your 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 parents know that you were up the road talking to to mm-hmm. other children after four. So whereas yeah. now it's like there isn't any of that. There isn't any sort of the village raising the children anymore. No, no. And, and if you think about it, like back then, once once you know, once you when you went to school or you went to the mall or whatever, you were kind of like outside of your parent your parents like the umbrella that they, that they built. But once you were home. You're, back, you're yeah. under your parents, right? <laughs> nowadays, because of because of social media, you can be home and not be home. That's true. You know, so you yes. can be you can be. Oh, under little Tommy's up in his bedroom. Is, yes, but what right. is he doing in there? And yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. So they 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 can now be in the world twenty four seven. You know, at times I like I see parents with their children walking or sitting at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the child has headphones and listen to their cell phones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so they're 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 tuning you out 24 7 wow. you know so we we have to get a hold of that because it's you know for those parents who are not into social media and stuff like that i can tell you that it's it's definitely having an impact on on our youth oh, you know and 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 i see it i see it on the streets as well you know so we we have to we have to get into their world and, and, and do what we can to guide them in that world. Yeah, I, I love that. Thank you so much, um, CL. And, and just a, a word about, you know, let's bring it back to love and romance. Just a word for our listening audience to, because I'm going to be playing love songs for the next hour. So can you just give a few words on love just to get people remembering, you know, that love makes the world go round? Yeah, so um, <laughs> what do I want to say? Uh, just, just, just know that <clears throat> the most important thing that we have, our most important asset, if you want to call it an asset, is is love. You know, and again, remember that there are many ways of expressing this love. You know, sometimes we are so used to it being expressed in a specific way. Maybe someone before before your current person expressed it in a different way, and so you're expecting it, expecting it the same way. Um, but learn 
not because they talk about the, the love languages and and how i receive love right but i think it's also important to learn how the other person uh gives love or expresses love and just live in those moments you know the world is a, bit, is a busy place so take time to do those things that remind you you know it, it could be listening to music together it could be dancing together it could be sitting in a quiet place together it could be going out to dinner to eat um or you know, leaving little notes. That's one thing my girl does. Is like she leaves little notes oh, around the house, yeah. you know. Or she she wake up and she make breakfast and she leave a note that says you know have a good day and stuff like that. So you just have to do the, those things that you know that are important to yourself. And because also too, like sometimes if you get caught up in just doing things for your partner, um, you may not be getting fed. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to lead to resentment. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you're feeding yourself, like, it's almost like, you know, if someone sees that you're healthy because you're eating good, like, yeah. they're not going to come and feed you junk food, no. you know? <laughs> <laughs> if, you're eating, if you're eating organic and you're eating healthy, mm-hmm. no one's going to buy you a hamburger. No. You know, so the way how you treat yourself they will determine how people are going to treat you. You know, so learn to love yourself. Um and 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 in so doing, you, you show people how to love you. You teach people how to love you. Mm. Um, but you know, and take advantage of the of the Valentine's. If you're not, if you're the person that doesn't go out of your way to express your love on a regular basis, you know, take advantage of Valentine's Day. Take advantage of Mother's Day, mm-hmm. birthdays, Christmas, and these type of things. Um, but also in the in the regular day to day, you know, do something. Um, give a massage or something like that that uh, made the person feel appreciated, you know. And whatever you whatever you're gonna have in the world, you know. Remember when you come home, that's your castle. That's your your place of your place of peace, mm-hmm. and that is where you should be. You should come to be rejuvenated, you know, by that love. 